careful what you putting in your ears now. Hard to hear the truth, cause the lie talk real loud. We yelling Jesus, they yelling chill out. Nah, but you can tell them that we here now. We here now, we here now, we here now. We here now, we here now, we here now. Tell them that we here now, we here now, we here now. We here now, we here now. Yes, sir. Episode 10, mm-hmm. Soul Food. We here now, podcast. We, me, my co-host Mike. Yes, sir. Our guests and you, the listeners, mm-hmm. here. Here, being here in a moment. Um, hearing everything, listening. Listening not to, not to, listening to make sure we understand what you're talking about and also being here in a moment. And now, now is the only moment that really matters. Mm. And we're here <laughs> to talk about everything that happens up until this point. We got uh, Big Rube in the house today. Yes, sir. Got my man. Um, I, I, I'll just say he is the wave. Mm. He's been part of um, a lot of iconic, um, I'll say, uh, ish, uh, movements. Movements. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> One of them that, that you, you may be familiar with is the, uh, is the throwback jerseys. Um, he's, he's a cameraman. He's, um, he once sold water ice, right? Water ice. Um, he's, he's a photographer. He's not, he's a chef. He's just unlimited. So, um, Rube, can you introduce yourself? Yo, yo, yo. Yeah, this big Rube, Mr. Enigma, undescribable, you know, all the above, you know, I'm just here to cultivate and, um, just keep building, uh, and, you know, just each one teach one because a lot of people, you know, they breathe them, but they not living. Mm. That's that's heavy. That's heavy. So let's let's jump right into it with, with Soul Food, man. I know I named the episode Soul Food because of um, because Big Crit and what he was talking about, like what happened to the Soul Food. But can you get into um, what's the difference between Soul Food and black folks cooking? You know, soul food is something we, we didn't come up with. You know, most of our culture, black folks, we think, you know, soul food, that's our cooking. But think about every ethnicity in the world, if you you identify their cooking by their ethnicity. Mm-hmm. You eat in linguine, that's Italian, lo mein, that's Chinese. You eat in uh, strudel, that's German. We can go on and on. Yeah. But when they come to us, they reduce us to soul food or southern cooking. And, you know, if you do your research, we didn't name it that. So within all that, they able to circumvent the genius that we did because all that that food came out of (coughs) struggle and pain. You Mm. know what I mean? Like massive raping our grandma. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? getting whooped, all, all that stuff. But what we put on that plate brings smile to your face. So all in all, it's black food cooking. I hear that. I hear that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you had to, you had to, you had to tap. I, I, we tapped in off offline because I was telling you I thought soul food was what we made it. I thought we named it soul food based off the plantation, the struggle, the, the the beatings and all that. So right. So I appreciate you letting me know and letting everybody else know that's not the name. And and we didn't name it Soul Food. So no, no, appreciate no. that. 
For sure. Yeah, just like uh, you know, I told you off air. Yeah. You know, we didn't come up with the word jazz. You right. Know what I mean, them white Jews, they came up with that. Right. I mean? And uh, they marketed it, and um, you know, the icons, they they didn't never agree with that. Good. Can you can you talk about? You said um, Miles Davis called it. Yeah, Bourbon Street Blues. That's what, and it really black. You see, oh, he says black music. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He's on record as saying they say I hate that word because. We didn't come up with that, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So they they was able to take the genius that we made, monetize it, Monet- and it got out of our hands. Talk about creating, man. You you um we just grabbed some of the sandwiches from uh-huh. um from out the kitchen. You chef chefed up some sand- uh-huh. <laughs> some chicken yeah, sandwiches. So yeah. so when um when did you start with the cooking outside to to sell to people? When did you when did you start doing that? And how'd that come about? Um. Well, I've been cooking over 30 years. Mm -hmm. I worked in kitchen as a teenager. and um, But, uh, yeah, it was like 2012, I did a photography job for um, um, uh, Zavino uh, Pizza and Wine Bar. And um, I told, you know, the owner, I said, man, you know, I make a mean lasagna. He was like, I said, it's documented in Time Magazine. <laughs> he was like, "Man, let's you know, let's let's do it. Let's do a guest chef thing." So, all right, I did it, and that's what it, you know. I was calling it at the time, my guest chef, and it, like four big giant pans sold in less than two hours. Wow! Yeah, boom! I'm like, Uh-oh. the light bulb just went off. It's <laughs> like all the other restaurateurs in the city, my friends. So I called him up, like, Mom, I want to do guest chef. And it was like, whatever you want to do. Okay. Car blanche. And it just kept steamrolling, steamrolling, just opening up my menu book. And, you know, here we are eight years later. That's yeah. love. That's yeah. love. And, you know, uh, about to open up brick and mortars, you know, two ghost kitchens. And um, just... I mean, sometimes I really do have to pinch myself like, wow, you know, people travel from all all areas to, you know, come meet me, come mm-hmm. eat my food, and I don't take none of it for granted. It's still, I'm still shocked by it. Like, it humbles me like, wow, you know, I never, yeah, never it always surprises me. Right. Yeah. What's the ghost kitchen? What's a pop-up? Well, no, so a ghost kitchen is they they popping up all over America. Okay. So it's a building with like three or four floors and they have individual kitchens like the size oh. of the studio. And like especially like the big um chains are going in there, like uh one that I'm in, you got Wing Stop, you got uh Chick fil A, all of them. So at the end of the day, like when you order off the food apps and you thinking Oh, it came out of a Chick-fil-A or Burger King location. It came out of a ghost kitchen. Mm. Okay. You know what I mean? They keep their overhead down and everything. Mm, so, yeah. you know, I'm getting the order and everything and the food app, the Grubhub and all that. Yeah. They're coming to get it. So okay. I'm opening up two of them um, in the next few weeks. Yeah, they, they always, Big. people always asking me, um, is that chicken like that? Like, as soon as I post, post your <laughs> show, they call yeah. me up. Uh, my neighbors call me. They're like, is that... 
is that Big Rube yeah, um, yeah. from um, from WRP? Is this is this is this chicken like that? Do it really taste like that? I said, <laughs> go find the proof out. is in the pudding. Yeah. <laughs> I said, go check. He ain't go far. I out. said, no, nah, he ain't far. Yeah. But uh, can you talk about that? Because I I know um, I, I be- believe there was an interview before, and somebody kind of said um, mentioned that you work for WIP or that you worked for the newspaper and you corrected them by saying, you know, you've been working for yourself since you've been 19. Yeah. 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 I, don't, yeah. I haven't been on anybody paperwork. Everything I do is collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we, we come up with a partnership. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't stand for that. Like I come from my maternal and paternal side of my family. We business owners. Okay. You know what I mean? My mom and my grandma been seamstress working for themselves since I was a kid. Okay. You know what I mean? My father owned Muhammad Steak and Takes. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, my grandfather was a mechanic. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, I, I don't know about working for people. <laughs> yeah, I did that to see, you know, I worked at Burger King when I was a teenager, Holiday Inn. Right, absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? But all that, but I knew where I wanted to be as a man. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. What I mean? that, yeah, where was that at? Uh, Mom and Sticks and Takes. Who was that? Uh, at? It was all over the city. Yeah, one on Fifty uh, Second and Media. Okay, Twenty um, Ninth and Allegheny. Okay, because my both of my parents uh, was in the Nation of Islam when I was born. So, gotcha. Yeah, so you know, I mean, it's like I was thinking about where. Uh, <laughs> Sister Claire Muhammad's is that? Is I, I, for some reason I, I thought, went there. I went there. Oh, okay. you went to okay. Yeah. Yeah, so I know you gave uh, paid homage to I believe it was your grandmother yeah. by giving you that um, the recipe. You said this is where you learn or yeah, where you learn yeah, how yeah. to um, cook mm-hmm. your chicken from. Yeah, because I, I was right there at her knees. She was showing me stuff, and it wasn't nothing written down. It was all you know, feel. You yeah, know what I mean a little bit of this, some of that. That's a real chef or cook, that, yeah. a culinary person that you don't have to you know everything down to a science. Mm-hmm. You know right. What I mean? You just and well, you see, like y'all, y'all taste my chicken. Yeah, it's not you know. Yeah, I need some tips yeah. on lasagna, man. Yeah. Every time I make it, it just we'll talk, we'll talk later. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nah, but that's um, that's that's super love. And you talk about so you, you you went in on the food and where you come from. Then you talked about your family being seamstress, and that kind of ties into what you was doing with um, Mitchell and Ness somewhat, right? Yeah, or, or yeah, so, yeah. So can you but can you go into the historical? Um, Factors of that because they were seamstress for some um, pretty uh, pretty high profile um, folks, correct? Yeah, yeah. So you know when when I uh, when I changed the whole branding and marketing scheme at Mitchell Ness, you know, it was a lot of inventory that was left over from you know smaller sizes. I'm like, and they just sitting there. So I said, wow, these sizes could fit women. We tailor them, dress them. You know, I put them on Eve, Mariah Carey, Group 702. Remember that? Mm-hmm. The album cover. Steve-o. Yeah, and it was, you know, it was just like, boom. Next thing you know, uh, New York Times, they interviewing me, and I'm on USA Today, like, wow, you know, Big Rube, then, you know, made up the, the uh, jersey dress. And, right. You know, it was from there. And then... uh so the jersey dress came come. before the throwback? No, it was the, all so encompassing, it was all but like it was just like that was that was something that we made an outlet for overstock. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And that that was that was profit like crazy. Oh, yeah. That was, that was like good. you said, that wasn't gonna do nothing. 
Yeah. They weren't going to do nothing at all, but you got some numbers for them right. off of that. Yeah. So that, that kind of catapulted you um, through Mitchell and that's correct, as far as your position? Well, no, no. no. It was always, mm-hmm. I mean, I came in, you know, with a, a, it was always a partnership. Okay. You know, I came in 2000, made my old partner Peter uh, proposal, and, you know, uh, my guy set free. He overseed everything mm-hmm. that was uh, with uh, AM1 mm-hmm. and, you know, it was just like started from the bottom, and right. I was, you know, I mean, got this opportunity, but it wasn't like it wasn't nothing. The average person in Philly, you know, they knew Mitchell and Ness, but they wasn't the customer. So I had to go out and find something to move them to buy that. So I went out and called record companies. Um, I called magazines. They used to hang up on me because, yeah. you know, I always tell people, you know, close your mind now that you know the brand, Mitchell Ness. But think about that. In the beginning, and it's always it's, it's a law firm. It sounds like a law firm. Right, right. And they used to hang up on me. Wow. I had to show up in person and show, you know, my personality. Like, you know what I mean? When I met Puff at Faith Evans' album release, and, I, you know, I went right up to him. I said, yo, I'm Big Rude. I'm that nigga. Like, yeah. He was like, I'm you know, that's, yeah. Man. Right. Gave me his number. Uh-huh. Went to daddy's house, you know what I mean? We had uh, scrambled eggs and bagels, you know what I mean? He was like, he up in the studio. We took pictures. He was like, man, I fucks with you. Like, he said, you like big, like, you know what I mean? Nothing can hold you back. Like, you speak your mind. Okay. Right, right. So, you know. Wound up chilling up there next 72 hours, taking me around, stayed at his crib and Park Avenue okay. and everything. We was just cultivating. It was just like, it was so up-tempo, up-tempo from there. It's like, so in the next couple of months, uh, Jay video, I dressed him for that. Girls, 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 girls. girls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that, and then after that, MTV, yeah. they want to come and, and interview me. I'm like, you know what I mean? Because I never, like, my whole intent was for the culture, for hip-hop, showing, you know what I mean? Like, this is something that we love. We love, you know, the sports, the iconic fit, the silhouette. Right, right. And it was just like, no, we want to know your story. Like, okay. What makes this thing move? Right. So from there, it was just like everything was blowing up and people wanted to interview me. Right. You know? Like, I'm in Time Magazine, mm-hmm. CNN, ESPN, did a whole sports center on me. Right. Like, a uh, segment, uh, Today Show, mm-hmm. MSNBC. Just back to back yeah, to back. Just, did you yeah. think it was going to blow like that? Or you was just I like, mean, I Man. saw it. No, okay. I saw oh, it. Oh, you already, you know I mean? you yeah, already foresaw I saw it. it but they didn't see it. Yeah, right. yeah. But, you know, anything that you see, but for it to happen in, in the physical, you got to mm. put your... You know what I mean? Your leg working, but right. you know, it was way beyond my wildest dreams. Mm-hmm. Right, Because it wasn't a um you know, that wasn't a national thing. That was a world worldwide wave route. Like yeah. that was that was uh took me all around the world. High school drop up. Okay. I hear that. I hear that. That's super love, man. So um what's where did you go first outside of the country that you saw the throwbacks or that you saw um the results of you know your way. 
Paris, England. Okay. All that. Like, I mean, just all the fashion houses was, you know. Emulating. Yeah, the, the silhouettes, the color scheme, right. you know. Yeah. And I'm, you know, uh, consulting with Nike and Reebok. They cutting checks because they wanted to know what jerseys I'm releasing. Right. All these things. Right. Just like. Wow, you yeah. know what I mean? A lot of times I had the pen, I had out of body experience. Right, I didn't like, even know it yeah. made it all the way over there to, to Paris and all that. Oh yeah, I don't know. Damn, I mean, we said guys fly in from Japan, spend two hundred k cash to buy the body's jerseys because yeah. they was selling them. Right, they, they right. were like a three hundred dollar jersey. They was selling them for two thousand dollars. It's in that way. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and can can you um and yeah that that's pretty heavy man and you said i know um you always give fab props um and, and freeway for the placement you did with them as far as yeah you know because like, like beyond you know all that like we you know we cultivated we, right. we was friends right you know right mean? like they call me up we hang out you know what i mean just build like because mm. At the end of the day, we all got a story, and you right. know mm-hmm. they, you know, telling me how what was their struggle and mm-hmm. how they get there with where they was at, and you know they always respected my grind because it was just like, you know, it was a lot of guys at different brands, whatever you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. They 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 and I could say they was puppets, black dudes that was at certain brands to. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yeah, here, here. You know what I mean? But yeah. I'm like, I'm me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't. I mean, either you gonna get it or not. Like, yeah. And, and they respected that. It's like, you know what I mean, this dude real. Like nobody owns him. Right. Beautiful. You know I mean? It was bigger than jerseys, dog. When, when I seen the first Randall Cuttingham throwback, I was like. I got to pit my body inside that. Uh, yeah. Because it was like, no, seriously, yeah. for me, I was it's like, mm. coach, I was yeah. like, I can actually feel like Randall. Because yeah. that was my hero. Yeah, so it was, it was way bigger than just a, a piece of material. It yeah. was like, yo, you can actually live out that childhood dream. You scrambling like Randall. Yeah, yeah I'm saying, are you playing like Barkley? It was it was crazy, man. And it was like that for everybody, even ball players, like you were saying about about yeah, Iverson yeah, wearing. Yeah. Um, they looked at Iverson jersey like it was a Celtics jersey. Yeah, no, it was a Bill Russell jersey. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Like so, he you know what the All Star one? Huh? The all- no, no, his regular. Oh, know, oh, I thought I thought you about when he uh wore six in the All Star game. No, he wore after after uh, after a game in Philly. He had okay. on a um Bill Russell. Throwback jersey, but it was oh, Celtics, okay. and you know that's our that's our arch enemy. Right, right. So they right, were like, right, yeah, right. They, yeah, yeah. They, he caught so much hell. Yeah, <laughs> and um, that's when I first start. Um, WIP called me, and you know wanted to interview me about that, and it just that's how our relationship started okay. from there. Just from okay. just from that though. Yeah, and, yeah. and see, but. And that's that's what I mean about the the way, right? Or who not not necessarily the way, but who you are. Because most people go in, do that interview, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, but you cultivated that into a regular appearance. Yeah. Or yeah. just a, just from the um conversation and, and, and who you are. Um <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got I got one quick question. Yeah. What exclusive jersey did you have no one ever had, if you ever had one? 
Like, did you ever have an exclusive throwback nobody nobody even know exists right now? Because if you do, uh, you know, I, I don't think <laughs> 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 I ain't going to lie. It's so too many. many. Yeah, yeah, I'll get back to you. I yeah, yeah, we get that. <laughs> like, I did, um, um, I did uh, well, LeBron, and they wound up, oh, did um, I think it was Reebok Adidas that was doing the on- the on court jerseys. I okay. did his Austin Carr, um, uh, Cavs jersey mm-hmm. that that they was wearing back in the seventies. I mm. did them just for LeBron. Put the twenty three yeah. James on there, and that was like crazy. I remember Jay Z calling me, "Yo, I want that joint." You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, saying? yeah. Exclusive yeah, joint. Sound sound yeah. like you, Mike. Someone, yeah. someone. I need, I need the exclusive. Yeah. I need the exclusive. Yeah, I used to send out like. Uh, Messages on the two way to all them cats, two Jermaine the Dupree. Two ways. Yeah, yeah, Jermaine <laughs> Dupree, all of them. I'm like, right. yo, high is bitter. And then, you know what I mean? yeah, yeah, let's get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yo. remember I had, to, I had to check Jay. He sent me a check. <laughs> I said, we don't do checks. Right. I send that cash. Street cash. Yeah, like, Street cash, on, baby. I don't do that. Yeah. 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 Sean Carter Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that to me. Right. I need that paper. Right, yeah. right. That's love, man. That's love. So as far as um, it, can can you talk about your your folks being seamstress seamstress though, and 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 their clientele? Because that that you being around this, like you said, you saw it, you know, and that that's just part of um who you who you are, and it sounds like that's part of who your family was. Yeah, being yeah. around um just mm-hmm. it. So. Yeah, my mom, you know, she used to uh make uh Belinda Ali clothes. That's Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. She's a second wife, you know. Saw uh, the kids, so I used to be right there. You know, Muhammad Ali held me when I was three months old. Mm. You know, what I mean, up like was, we used to go up to the training camp up in the mountains. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, and I was right there, and uh, right. and you know, just I was so lucky to get to be with Muhammad Ali in my, in my grown years, and him telling me. I remember he uh, he pulled me in. He was like, "Boy, you got a pretty mom." Yeah, <laughs> I forget that. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's gonna say back to Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. thank like, you. Yeah, yeah, it was wow. wild. Yeah. yeah, I was like, wow, it's amazing. Like mm. the fact that you know this this human being. I always tell people like the impact that this man had. Like I was so upset I wasn't able to attend his janaza, aka funeral, mm-hmm. for people listening and watching because like it. Man, you talking about heavy tears. Because yeah. like I said, like, this man touched me. Mm-hmm. This man, I got to be with him in all phases of my life. Because right. I sat across him at a banquet table. They did, Puff gave him, them uh, and some other people gave him a banquet for his book that came out. Right. Mm-hmm. The GOAT. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I was right there. I got a picture, boom, Puff. Muhammad Ali Carson Daly mm-hmm. took that picture. Uh-huh. I mean? And just like, damn, it, this, it, this universal spirit, because if you know, like, he's one of the less than handful of recognizable human beings, his face. Like, you go to mountains of Nepal, Tibet. And they know who this man is. Right, right. Yeah. People that they ain't even got no yeah. TV. Yeah. They know who yeah. yeah. That's why you say yeah. universal soul. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. No That's doubt. cool. No yeah. It's, it's, it's not many of them. He, he was one of them. Did him and X yeah. ever reconcile? You know? 
I'm not I'm not sure, but I mean, he talked about mm-hmm. how you know their relationship should have been better. Yeah, and yeah, he definitely he's you know, but you know to be human is to be human, yeah, right? Yeah, right. I mean, but just yeah, his spirit was something else because he didn't have to do that. He could have been just a well-behaved Negro and yeah, you know what I mean. Like, he no, stood tall, yeah, right, right, challenged right. everything. That's why, you know, it's just, it's an old saying, I, and I always repeat it, well-behaved people are never remembered. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. And, and when you, as you, as you talk about these things, man, it's, it's, it's definitely pretty heavy when you talk about folks like um, Muhammad Ali um, in that, in that picture that you talked about, that you captured, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people don't, didn't get an opportunity just to be behind that lens. And sometimes I always say the picture is never as good as the experience. Oh, like you can try to take millions and millions of right. pictures yeah. and try to look at it and you're like, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't the same. But you, yeah, but you still, you, you got to do both though. You got to be within those moments and capture those moments. So can you talk about um, some of the iconic moments you were able to capture on lens? Yes, um, I mean, even just before, you know, that I even, you know, picked up the camera and looking things seriously, like, uh, I and I haven't even put this image out, and I took it with a throwaway camera, I was uh, on the tour bus, I think it was, yeah, Atlantic City, with Puff, and I'm talking to them all greasy, I was like, <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, they said, you bougie, you ain't keeping it real, like, and mind you, he got a million hours in front of me counting it. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm lacing him with jerseys and everything. So there's a picture of all his money. He's like, well, show them niggas this. Mm. And I took the picture and see him smiling. And I never, I, I printed it out, the photo, and um, but I never, like, put it Released out there it on social media. Because right. that's a part of, you know, my archives to see, you know, this, this man and this joyous occasion and the backstory behind right, it. Right, you know? right. It's more than just a picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. No, that's you know, love. Like uh, me and Luther Vandross, and this this is always uh, when I, I told it about a few times, but I I met him at the Backstage American Music Awards. So it's like Luther, you know, come up, and he's like. Watch that. I was like, <laughs> and I'm more, I'm like, so I'm ready to get on my nigga shit. Yeah. Like, Fuck you. Yeah. He's like, no, he said, no, you got to, he said, you got to, um, towel got velvet on. I said, all right, all right. And then I was like, yo, you know, my grandma, I love you and everything. Yeah. So I the phone called and he talked to her and everything. Oh, word. Right. Okay. You know I mean, that same night, got to meet Michael Jackson, shook his hand. Wow. You know what I mean? It's just like, just like a lot of, iconic figures that I was able to meet that's not here. That's why I always yeah. tell people how everybody's special and it's just you got to walk in your special way because I play, I don't even know how to play video games, to tell you the truth, with Tina Marie mm-hmm. up in uh, the Cash Money house in Louisiana. Right. Got to meet Gregory Hines. Okay. You know what I mean? Rick James took me on a tour in his crib. Because I was looking at his daughter and, you know, uh, a lustful way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, you like what you said? Like, yeah. So come on with me. He took me around his crib, showed me his plaques and everything. Uh-huh. And he's like, that was my daughter. I'm like, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like but yeah, it's just like, you know what I mean? Like these people that, you know, I'm sitting at the bar at the W with Prince and everything. Right. Chilling, like, and I always like people, how people say he is like, I was chilling with him. I wasn't no airs or nothing. Right. Like, he yeah. was cool. He yeah. was silent, yeah. Yeah. You know? I heard they he was one of the most silent. I, I mean, I heard through looking at interviews on YouTube, stuff like that. People talk about Prince. They be like, everyone got, everyone has him uh, misconstrued. He yeah. was, he was a solid, solid cat. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, as you talking, man, I'm thinking about the Dave Chappelle stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? As he talking about Prince with the pancakes and basketball. Yeah, <laughs> and he talking about Rick James. You, you keep on the up couch. with uh, Dave Chappelle right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think what he's doing is is profound for the culture. And I don't even, like, really throw the word culture out like that. But to bring that back to you, when we was talking offline and even talking now, when you first said culture, the way you said it, it was in a profound way. And listening to these stories and just seeing you, you know, being here, you allowed culture to embody you, right? You, you look at culture the right way. So I respect that. Because it's just everybody – we've – Oversaturated using the word culture so much now, it's almost like we've become vultures. Everything's culture, this culture, that. And it's mm-hmm. like, bro, bro, you even know what culture really is. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Straight up, man. And I think you try to not try to, you embody it. Yeah. Like, and, and you try to bring people back to it. Like, yeah, when, as, it, as it goes astray. Facts. You know, saying we did, we are the essence. Like, think about. And I said this, I did this on my own show, and I was just like, the things that we appreciate, not, not even appreciate, we don't appreciate that it can't work without it. America can't work without us. Mm. So I'm like, what you mean? I said, well, what, name the things you like. What do you like to snack on? Well, I like certain chips. I said, well, you ever heard of George Crumb? Well, who's that? Well, it's a black man that invented his potato chip. Well, you ain't supposed to know that because you dropped out, Ru. You ain't supposed to know all that, man. That's that's the thing. Knowledge yourself. Knowledge And that's the things you're not going to find out in the classroom. Not in no classroom I've been to. Yeah, (laughs) because to empower you, me, you, the people that look like us, our spine gets straighter. Because I always, you know, I drop jewels on young people. And I said, rather you want to, Go with it or not, it hits your cognitive. So mm. your spine got, it just, it ain't get always straight, but it got straighter mm-hmm. because, you know what I mean, you getting these now, it's like, wow, the fact that I, when I go on, I said, when you go in the house, what you do? I said, turn on light. Well, you ever heard of Lewis Lattimore? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And these things, it's like, you, what you do when you come, when you driving and come to the, uh, Trail, yeah. Garrett Morgan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. You enjoy the washing machine. Huh. All these things is no American experience without us. Right. Right. So when you know that, you walk totally different. Yeah. You know he mean? said it straightened yeah. up your yeah. spine. Yeah. <laughs> you know the only so other tall. person I've met that um, spoke about celebrities that they personally knew mm-hmm. and had and and spoke in a way you do right like it's this um 
it's the stigma of if you know the the Jay Z's, the Princes, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Rube, you saying some heavy names, but you just saying like, yeah, I was Prince, Michael Jackson. People have that thoughts. Was like, man, I I seen Michael Jackson. He's like, no, I seen Mike. I seen only other person I ever met like that was my OG Sadiq. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, you know, I met Jay, talked to him. It was like. The first thing we gonna do is act human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, because at the end of the day, if you draw the layers back, yeah. first of all, we breathe in the same air. First of all, if you draw the layers back, it was this crazy muffle? Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like everybody, you know, you have an ambition, your dreams, mm-hmm. you, know, you hustle it. So at one time, we all started at the same place. Right. So when you come to that common ground, it's like. Okay, right. man, we can communicate. And know? and they respect that. They yeah. respect the authenticity. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, Puff was counting a million. I'm like, yeah, oh, come on, man. Like, all right, what is that? Mm-hmm. You're a yeah. Jay. Sit <laughs> the check. Sure. No, send that cash, Jay. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? They, they respect mm-hmm. that. And I can only imagine that makes your relationship more real, more better, just more authentic within itself. Yeah, because, you know, that's fewer in between. Like, when you get to that certain stature, you got people that just say, you know, yes men to you. Facts. But you got somebody that's coming and disturbing all that. And it's yeah. like, well, I, I, he's unforgettable. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. And it was just, it was real. It was genuine. You know what I mean? Because it's like this. At the end of the day, like, I had peers that I grew up with, and they thought I was the craziest man on the planet. Right. Uh, you ain't gonna happen because I said I never knew exactly what it was, mm-hmm. but I just knew that people was gonna know who I was. Yeah, that was my whole goal. I was like, my name is built for them lights, right? And that's what I went out and did. It was like because I used to be called, they used to call me Joe Familiar. I never forget my first source award, 2000. If y'all probably, he probably heard of it. Mm-hmm. He was fighting. He had to stop it and everything. Mm. Right there. So I'm sitting next to Lil Mo. And this is before Mitchell and that. Mm-hmm. Sitting next to Lil Mo. And I wish I. You dating I Lil Mo that. now. I ain't know she <laughs> no, was that no. old. <laughs> no, but I'm there. Like, I, yeah. bore, I went out to Cali with my homies mm-hmm. and everything. And they couldn't find, like, and this wasn't like no, oh, the stars are here, this and that. Everybody's in there together. Right. Yeah. I'm talking to Eight Ball, MJG. I'm talking to Beyonce. All and this was before the big Destiny Child mm-hmm. thing. They walking around the lobby mm-hmm. and everything. So I got my throwaway camera. I'm building with Kelly and all that. So I took this portrait of Beyonce, and I'm so mad I can't find it. And like when I see her and we talk about it. And everything. She's like, damn, I wish you had this. Like right. she remembered because one thing when when you get with any type of people and you do and say things, it it always registered mm-hmm. the next time, no matter what the time is. You right. know, it goes right. by. So I'm there, but the, the, my homies that I went with, you know, they were street dudes and man, Rude, what you doing? You all Joe for us. I'm be doing business with these people. Yeah, I never forget that, you know what I mean. And they never forgot that. It's like, dang, you went out and made it happen. Cause less than six months later, and 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 I knew it. I wore my Dr. J seventy, the first seventy seven jersey, mm-hmm. and all the rappers, everybody like, yo, where you get that from? Right. And it was just 
I was registering it. Yeah. Just like, yeah. okay, yeah. It was, it was just, that. I remember eight ball, all, all them cats, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I ran into Beans there. He was like, man, you killing it out here. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, six months later, you know, I made the deal with Mitchell Ness. And yeah. Just like, oh, six months after that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what that did for hip hop was, it was, you couldn't, it was a point where you couldn't have, a video, you couldn't make an appearance without a throwback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Straight up. And, 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 and then some hit you crazy in terms of uh like uh the Tampa Bay Steve Young throwback. It was like it was like, damn, he played for them? Like I didn't even know. You know what I'm saying? No, but that that's that's absolutely heavy, man. You um but you talked about it from the very beginning, being being in the presence of somebody like Muhammad Ali. It gives you, like you said, straightens your back up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, now it ain't too much that can happen that'll blow your mind, you know, because you've been around the greatest. Yeah. So, it and just that being able, I always say, if you can see it, you can be it, and just having that that exposure, one of the lessons of being having knowledge yourself, right? Um, that's heavy from a very early age, and to be around somebody the greatest, so. You had that mindset early on, so you got to remember them people, whether it was family or friends, mm-hmm. they weren't on that, you no, know. Not at all. So, and you 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 saying it already. So, like for you to say something like that, like only people that actually really really know you that been through that can understand it. If if somebody was outside of that, it don't look the same. And that's what I, I feel like. That's what we got to get on, man. Like yeah. like like believing each other. Yeah. supporting each other, stuff like that. Like, if somebody got a vision, you ain't got to be on it heavy like that because that's their vision. Mm-hmm. But yeah. don't, don't, don't throw them away. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah, like, we, like, it, it's sad that, you know, a lot of us, we, in certain ways, we want to see people where last time we saw them. I was like, well, if I'm here, I don't got nothing going on. I want to see you just like that. You know, just like guys that I grew up with that's in jail. Mm-hmm. Guys, they they was sellies with or whatever. They was mad they was going home. So yeah. that's just like right, in the right. street. We basically in the so called <laughs> hood. We in the mental jail cell. Yeah, because it's like damn. He moving up, Mike moving up. Like what? What, what must I do? Like you know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like and it should motivate people. You know, like damn. We come in the same circumstance. Why can't? Why aren't but, you loving that? Yeah, yeah, but you know, it's just, but that's the only thing. Our motivation will separate us. Mm-hmm. Think about this. Motivation will separate us. And uh, I'm willing to be, and I said this publicly in front of a couple of thousand kids talking at uh, Princeton University. You know what I mean? It's just like, I'm willing to be the brunt of everybody's jokes to see my ambitions, my dreams go through. Because... Mm. I really get motivated off of you doubting my intentions. Man. I'm fine with that. I used to wear my Burger King uniform going from 56 and Vine all the way home to 56 and Spruce. Right. And and the guys that I work with, man, I ain't, you know what I mean? Like, they're they going to clown me. Yeah. Right, it's right. All good. I'm like, I'm earning money. I'm helping out towards the house. And I ain't taking penitentiary chances. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but you nothing less, and you're not acting as nothing less than who you is. Yeah. Like that's yeah. that's that's 
Yeah, that's that's man, crazy. You know, I'm flipping burgers for the white man. I said, all right. I said, you think this is the end? <laughs> right. And, you know, people that genuinely know me, they, they seen my journey. It's right. like, no, nah, like uh, when I used to go to hair salons and barbershops sell my, my food back in the 90s wearing Mitchell Ness jerseys and, and jackets and all that. Like, mm. man, where you get that from? Like, because cats couldn't imagine I was making all that money doing that. Right. Like, you said in the okay. 90s? Yeah. That was on the 90s? Mm. The Mitchell Nights was on the 90s? Yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah, you were you young. Yeah, you young. Mitchell Nights was forever, yeah. yeah. But, um, it was the you authentic. Know, like, like, yeah. I used to have guys, they used to be on the corner, you know, like doing their thing. It's like, oh, you don't feel embarrassed, like, to go sell your food to, I'm like, so I got stayed up all night making this food mm-hmm. that y'all love. Yeah. I'm, I'm selling what I make. It's business. Mm-hmm. How should I be embarrassed? Yeah. We got right. the game messed up. That's the thing. Yeah. We got it. We got it backwards. Yeah. You, yeah. you talked about talking to um kids from Princeton. I think I, I think I may have read or heard from you that you, you gave a, um, also gave a class in photography, which you're self-taught. Yeah, self-taught yeah, photographer at, at for, for Penn. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, um, I got Tony Ward. He's a professor of photography at uh, UPenn, and um, he reached out to me. You know, you know, and he's a world-renowned photographer, and um, he reached out to me. He was like, "Man, you know, like just your whole journey." Like I knew him before I picked up a camera, and he saw he. Always loved the way, you know, I captured uh, subjects and everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, when I had the column in the Daily News and, uh, yeah, he reached out to me and I did like a two-hour class. You know what I mean? I did it a few <laughs> times. Gave me a nice stipend uh, to the uh, bookstore, gift shop, got Word. a bunch yeah. of, okay. you know, stuff. But, yeah, it was, it was, it was very cool, like, and, you know, he always told me, like, he said, man, the students were so attentive, you know, listening to your journey is mm-hmm. like, and, and it's still like, I never take it for granted. Anybody that I talk to, and um, whether it be grown, young, whoever, it's like your story, the way you tell your story and your journey, people are so captivated because they feel your genuineness. I'm like, look. I get up every day like everybody else. I breathe and said, but like I said, the only thing that separates us is our motivation. My motivation to win, I'm going to outwork anybody. You know mm. what I mean? Because I have no filter and no shame to to like, okay, that's the finish line. I'm going to get there. And don't, like, we're not going to play these games and it's like, okay, well, you got to do it that way. No, the object is get to the finish line. I'm yeah. going to do it. I'm going to do why. it with vigor. Right. You know what I mean? I just text my homie that, man. I, it, it's, it, that's so crazy. Skin. Like, I was I was just texting him about um his son playing basketball and stuff like that. And I said, so just think about anything you ever really put your mind to. You got it. You went out and got anything you did. Anything else, you might have halfway did it and you ain't get it. But if you put your mind to it. You smashed it Facts. for good, for good or for worse. Like in the game on the streets, you went heavy in it, and uh-huh. you you got it. But, but if you did it for the right things, you do it. And and I agree. 
that's the um the motivation is the separator. That's yeah, what separates that's separator. um all of us. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I tell people, what's the difference between uh, Queen Elizabeth and Elon Musk? Are they rich? I said, I said, well, go put your hand on their nostrils. What's gonna happen? They are gonna die. So. <laughs> What's the difference? They between? breathe like you. Yeah, like come on, man. It's like it, you know, life is uh, just life is about c- simplicity, not complexity. But people look at, oh, I got it. No, no, you got a goal and a plan. Like you know, when I, all fear when I came up, I said, damn, you know that crown fried chicken. I didn't see nothing but our people. Now think about this. He's some foreign so-called Arabs, they came and figured out some type of way, oh, black people like chicken, you know, steal our culture, mm-hmm. and they selling it to us, and they make, like, yeah. there's no way it shouldn't be a national black, but, well, that's going to happen with me. Right. Fried chicken joint. Can you? And that's what, I mean, I'm going to do that. Everybody but, has on yeah, but us. Sure. Crown yeah. fried chicken, yeah. Church's chicken, yeah. KFC, Chick Fil A, Chick Fil A. And they come from <laughs> us. So let, oh, let's let's talk about let's talk about yeah. that. Let's talk about yeah. you. You make fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the um, percentage of yourselves. How, how, what percentage of that is from people that look like you? Less than two percent. You said less than. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. I don't. Yeah, I don't have black customers. Right. Yeah, it's slim to none. Right. You know what I mean? Like I got. Why wait, 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 not nah, but. <laughs> yeah, why uh, is that? Uh, though? My fault. Because, 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 yeah, because black people buy a fried chicken, yeah. right? Do they, they ain't do cooking black people it. Buy a fried, fried chicken. Black yeah, people, yeah, but they don't buy it they from, buy it from their you. own. Right. Or they, yeah, it's just like I mean that, that's so many layers of deep self hate. You know, right. it, it's is a way like you know a lot of black people say. Well, if I can't do it, why should I give it to him? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, and that's the thing yeah, we should be intentional about that. We should yeah, be intentional yeah, about saying yeah. I gotta give it to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, you. Mm-hmm. So one of the things I I I was listening to a, um an interview where you were doing with somebody else, and I I put my name up there and I said what's up and the lady the young lady said oh that's E says. Yeah. And I, I didn't even know you were you were thinking about this stuff, but you were like, oh, yeah, that's my man. Hey, he go out Chicago with my shirt on. He out mm-hmm. Vegas. Yeah. He he's got he start naming. And I'm like, yeah. I don't even remember that. I'm like, damn, that's love. But it's a way of showing love. And that's yeah. I've never seen you do anything less, even though you just said what you said, not being supported by a certain. You never lean on that. Like no, you said, your no. motivation is what it is, yeah. but you always showing love, regardless of the, of the yeah. arena that you're in. So, yeah. so that's that's well, pretty you dope. Know, I, I firmly believe, you know, just with anything, if you if you have a product, you got to sell it. So I get, you know, I, I mean, I I hear the noise, but it don't even affect me. You know, oh, yeah, you know, Ruby selling it to the white for I'm like. So I got a product, I'm selling it, you won't buy it, so what is it supposed to do? Right. <laughs> I, mean, like, right. I don't understand he said, he that. Said, he said, guess what? If you buy it, I'm selling it to the black folk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's just that simple. Like I'm you know, I'm giving you good stuff that you know. It's like when I used to go to hair salons and barbershops, 
you know, that was my customer base. But, you know, it, it, and it says it's like, um, you know, just like even with so-called celebrity culture is like, Dick Gregory even said, he said, y'all threw me out there to the white folks. Y'all owned me. <laughs> then y'all threw me out there that you can't afford me no more. Bro. You know what I mean? Like, I got a good friend of mine. He actually was a... Uh, Guys that did verses. Uh, oh, Swiss Beats. Timberland? Oh, Gucci and G. Yeah, 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 he was Gucci D- DJ. Okay. Superstar J. Quick. He uh, And he was telling me, like, he interviewed me. He was a uh, Philly, South Philly cat, and he was in um, Tallahassee for the last 30 years. He went to um, uh, FMU. Um, uh, so he, you know, he lived down there. He just came back. But he was Gucci DJ for all those years and made those mixtapes and all that. So he was telling me, like, when he got back and he cultivated me, walking down Walnut Street some night, he said, man, Cat's talking about you. Like, yeah, but Rube, you know, he's got that high-ass chicken and all that. It's like, <laughs> all right, whatever. And, right. and me, for me, like, knowing everything that I came through, I laugh at the situation. I know most people can't. What they hate, and I was like, uh, 24 hours, all these minutes, second day, you get talk about me good, bad, and difference. Thank you. Right. Yeah. You thinking about me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all love. Yeah, I care less. Yeah. Nah, and that's that's yeah. that's what I appreciate about, uh, I, I know I tell you this a lot, Mike, but I, that's yeah. what I appreciate about you too, the whole, um, like, he just put something on Instagram about, you know, just showing love in general. Just it ain't gotta be when you doing good. Like it ain't gotta be after you sell a million jerseys. Right. It gotta be when I'm selling this chicken right here. Yeah. Don't yeah. wait till it pop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know yeah. what I mean? Like don't, that's, that's, don't don't drown me with love. Yeah. When you I'm see a, I'm swimming through success. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> nah. Meet me I, in you. the sand. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, um, trust in me. the mud. Yeah. yeah. Meet me in the mud, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and is, the love is uh, good, uh, but I'm just, you yeah, know, the other you, side you can of see it, through though. it. Like, yeah, you know, I yeah. remember when I was on the cover of uh, Daily News, and it's crazy. Like, Philly is just so fickle at a town. They had, like, how am I in Time Magazine and Sports Illustrated before yeah. I was in the Inquirer, the Daily News? <laughs> that's yeah. wild. Literally, that, no, yeah. that's wild. The yeah. national, yeah, it's just a weird thing about Philly, but. I remember when I was on the cover of the Daily News, and you should have seen the my uh, assistant hand me messages that was like that thick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, like you weren't here cut. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> yeah. you just yeah, you just crazy. got here. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, calling. It was like. Wow. But that's the thing. People going to catch up, man. I tell my daughters that all the time. Be who you going to be. Yeah. People will catch up. Mm-hmm. You know, like like be the, and, and I know I keep saying the word way, but mm-hmm. be be your greatest. Be be great every day. Um, I always tell my daughters, have fun, be great. And and don't worry about it. If people don't get it, the world will catch up. Yeah. Because yeah, as long I mean, as you're authentic, you're going to be, you're going to be straight. Well, you know, if, if you can't win a race looking back. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. He, he mean it. One hundred percent. Yeah, think about that. If you're trying to climb Mount Kilimanjaro and yeah. you look down at that height, your mind gonna play tricks on you. Like yeah. oh, I can't do it. No. Yeah. You know what I 
when you get to that peak, that's where that's where you want to go. Thanks. So can you? So um, I've heard you answer a question uh, before. What do you specialize in? And you said why? Basically, um, <laughs> if it wasn't special, I wouldn't do it. So <laughs> kind of saying you don't. I don't special. I do what I love, yeah. and that's what it is. Yeah. So it ain't no, it ain't no specializing. Is is this is this is me? So I'm doing it because I think that's going to be it. Um, can you talk about that? Yeah, I just you know, I, I mean everybody like that. It's like if you didn't, if something was special, like you wear the same thing every every day. It's like you like a lot of different colors. You like to eat different flavors. So I think people should go in their interest level like that. It's like okay. I like to build a roof. I like to, you know what I mean, do plumbing. I like to be an attorney. Challenge yourself to all that. But, you know, I think America, and I mean, I know America teach you to be disciplined at one thing, Mm -hmm. uh, to be that greatest thing. That's why we always look at people crazy like, well, he or she trying to do that. It's Mm -hmm. like, that's what they love to do. Even if they fail at it to your comprehension, Mm -hmm. but they love to do it, but you know how many people stand on the sideline. I woulda, shoulda, coulda. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you never. That that's called living in regret. Right. And I mean, the only regret that I have is I didn't. Uh, I was supposed to be in a summertime video. You know what I mean? With my guys, <laughs> Fresh Prince and um, Jazzy Jeff. Like they asked me to be in the video. And I was worrying about getting tip money at the Holiday Inn. Mm-hmm. That's where I was working at the time. And all my hood, everybody in that video is from my hood. Like, yeah. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? You would be able to, you know, punch that in. Like, right. rude. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I you, you had to get them tip. Yeah. yeah. Can, you, can you, and and the reason why I asked that or, or added that is because I know um, you said you're about to do the thing with um, the restaurant or the, or the ghost um buildings and stuff like that with your food mm-hmm. but i also um i'm i'm really interested in seeing philly blow up as far as the fashion world right mm-hmm. um you have a keen interest on being um or you added to the flavor of philly's um fashion i heard you speak one time about uh, uh, there was a saying new york designed it and philly made it yeah um can you talk about where you see philly as far as a uh, icon in the fashion world um like it being, I, I I see it being a Philly Fashion Week, you know, and I know everything with COVID and everything going mm-hmm. on right now, and that's yeah. that's kind of like subsided. But I know a lot of people that do a lot of big things, including yourself, when it comes to fashion. That it could, this could be the epicenter of um, fashion. Yeah, I mean, I, I bought I bought the world here, you know, for five and a half year uh, time, and then it was always like like that, you know, Philly. I mean, they used to have, uh, my grandma worked in those factories back in the day. They used to have labels that said made in Philadelphia, USA. And the brands that, you know, uh, they Chanel, used to make. Yeah, YSL, yeah, yeah, all those. You know what I mean? They sent, and they would have, I actually have some that I found at different flea markets and stuff that you saw the tag made in Philadelphia, USA. My mm-hmm. grandma always told me, I used to sell that stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's and, yeah, so, like, from, you know, the art scene, you know, art and fashion just coincide. And right. 
we we got some uh, great uh, young people that that's visionaries that you know what I mean they stick to their uh, their goals. They they going you know shine just like how I did it. Right, mm-hmm. it's, it's so promising. But we got to change the the everything we was talking about, like yeah, supporting each other. Yeah, we yeah. gotta we gotta change the paradigm because yeah. that's um right now. Everybody is like the crab in the barrel mentality, so we got to get back to that love, Philly love, and and then we can we can cultivate that, and um and build on that. People gotta, people have to unlearn what they think love is and relearn what love is, especially us black men, because you say love, and the first thing someone thinks is, oh, come on, that's like you dumb love, you know. I'm like, bro, like first, it's three levels of love, and and the, most of the time I'm speaking of love, I'm speaking of agape, right? So it's like it's so many levels of love, and love is the greatest thing, right? Anything that you need, you can't have it without love. The support. You, you can't support me if you don't have some genuine, authentic love for me. And that love is just not a rube. That trigger thing was, was good. It was, I don't know about that one. That's the integrity. You can't have that without love. So we get back to that. We have to learn that, man. We'll, we'll be doing, because that's what we lack anyway. Everyone, every other ethnicity, they have to have some love because they don't let nobody in. They stick together. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we should be like that. We had it at one time. Yeah. It was like, but you know that, that yearning to integrate and, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, uh, imitate. Gucci's, imitate. Yeah, Gucci. In, integrate is, and imitate. Yeah, Gucci is better than Carl Kanai. While Gucci is looking at what Carl Kanai is doing, ain't that crazy? Kanai, yeah, ain't that crazy though? Yeah. Yeah. Is it the, the craziest yeah. part? Is and the, you say that, and they call Dan. you a liar. Like, okay, my man just got a job. Deborah Dam been doing it for forever, and he just now getting a job with um right. with Gucci or something like that, right? Like he, yeah, I think yeah. he just yeah. he collaborated. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. one of, one of the things that um you mentioned early on was, and you just mentioned it, Mike was was the um. Being able to be different, not be a yes man. That, mm-hmm. I think that got a lot to do with it, right? Because if you're not a yes man, I don't want you around. Or why? Yeah, you know certain people. But to your point, yeah. when those people that that are at a pretty high level, they don't really they gravitate towards people who aren't yes men. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so because so, you uh, can't enjoy nothing if if it's if it's sunny every day, how can you appreciate the sun? I mean, the rain, rain make you yeah, the rain yeah. make you appreciate the yeah, sunshine no for doubt. sure. So yeah, you know what I mean, it's like uh, I, I seen I seen it at all levels, and I appreciate it all because at the end of the day, you know, I've said this, you know, and I tell y'all, I'm more happier now than I was, you know, traveling the world and doing Mitchell and Ness mm-hmm. on that. You know what I mean? Because it was so much that came with that, and I was brand new to it. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? It was like, it was, you know what I mean? I was, <laughs> it's nervous breakdown, yeah. all that. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, the, Anxiety, yeah, stressing out. the women, yeah. the money, yeah. the, the haters, mm-hmm. everything. You know what I mean? I'm young, late 20s, early 30s. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was, it How was long crazy. was the run? Was it the, you said five, five, and five, five and a half years? Yeah, yeah, what what made it stop? Like, what was the well, I mean, for me, I, I wanted to do other things. You okay. Know what I mean? and I you to, just was um, done. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm just like that natural. It's like if we can't, 
cultivate and build together on something else. You know what I mean? I, I wash my hands right. out of it. And right. I have confidence in who I am that just next chapter, you know, like yeah. nine to nine ten when, you know, I made that decision to sell my equity back and keep it moving, people thought I was crazy. It was like, I'm not on no plantation. This right. is my partner. And I'll decide to do something else. You and know like I mean? you said, th- mm-hmm. this is not the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, it's right, just like, right. you know, it's sad. A lot of people don't have vision. Yeah. I mean? it's, it's like, wow, it's like anybody that we see out there is like when they think it's over when they lose a platform. Yeah. It's like my talent got me the platform. The talent then leave the platform left. Right, right. You know I'm what I mean? Here. You can always build another yeah. platform. Yeah. That's what a lot of people don't get. That's why, you know, said that most, especially black men, those athletes, they just ruin, you know, they go in the toilet after they stop playing because they thought just that little part of their life, running that ball, dribbling, dribbling mm-hmm. was life. Like, right, so much more you got to offer. Right, you know right, I mean? right. You're a human. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you, the essence of it. Yeah, just like I mean, that's that's the props that uh yeah. that EPMD. I was just listening to um Drink Champs, and they they <clears> talked <throat> about Noriega, and he talked about how you supposed to be over with, you know, as far as a rap career, you supposed yeah. to be done. You ain't supposed to be on here mm-hmm. doing millions, doing, right. doing more. Like you said, it don't. To your point, it don't stop. No, you the you the essence of everything that you're doing. Why no. why just because you lost the platform of rapping don't mean you can't keep moving mm-hmm. in another platform. And I, and you got talent and you can keep on um just being. And we here now, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and and keep on. So just can you um so you got a couple of uh, I call them I- iconic sayings. People people know you by them. I guess um the <laughs> the, the I holla and and please believe. Yeah, so, please believe it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, bite my tongue for no I'll one. I bite my tongue mm-hmm. for no one. I yeah, bite my tongue yeah. for no one. Yeah, just um, just you know, another like cultivating words is like, I remember uh, I started saying that because uh, when I was with uh, Baby and Lil Wayne, I'm mean, and just like something like, man, please believe in it. it was just like, mm-hmm. and it just. Just stuck with me, you know what I mean? It just so, cracks me up when people, uh, like, other people say it. You know, they be like, please believe. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, or they ask yeah. you to say it. They're like, come on, Rude. Yeah, say oh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I, I, I love it because, yeah, like, especially, you know, today, you know, like, all the people that came and drove and from all, like, Swedesboro, Bucks County, people telling and the first thing you see, holler, like, I, like I said, I never get jaded by that. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, I appreciate that because okay. they could be doing anything else, but they came to cultivate with me and, you know, taste my culinary, and I'm there to give them my best. And, you know what I mean? It's, and it speaks for itself. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's what's yeah, up. Yeah. And I, I just feel like, and we all spoke on it, but I just feel like as a um, as a people, we kind of hate it for love things that things that's love that's sold by others right so when you talk about when you talk about our skin color you know it's like oh people hate it but then you go into the salon or you going to go to the beach to get it yeah you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. you talk about you yeah. talk about our our our, our lips 
right? Mm-hmm. Big lips, this and that, Botox. and then then you got the Botox. Yeah. Like, but you sell, you selling? I never, I, I never, I've never been able to wrap my head around that things that hated for love, yeah. that's mm-hmm. sold by others, yeah, and is and is 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 crazy. I know yeah. you. Um, I, before I definitely don't want to. Um, I want you, can you put your information out there, how people can reach you? You talked about the, the new restaurant that you're doing. I think mm-hmm. you might be doing a podcast. Can you talk a little bit about what you got going on? Yeah, um, so, yeah, for, for my Ghost Kitchen uh, Instagram, I have I have a lot of uh, Instagrams, but uh, mm-hmm. my my fashion at e- Easy Love, uh, it's um, LaPelle. It's L-I-P-H-E-E-L-A. Um, Chef Big Rube at Chef B I G R U B A mm-hmm. and um at Chef Big Rube's Kitchen R U B E S Kitchen mm-hmm. and um you know it's just like I I, mean, I could talk about what I'm doing um that and my partner like um of all these years I could have been had franchises all over so. My thing is about freedom and ownership because a lot of people you see that got things they not they don't own what they doing. Right. And I'm all about ownership. So all these years I turned down so much investors and everything because at the end of the day I'm not going to bastardize me and my name mm-hmm. just to say oh, okay I'm in the lights. No. Right. So my uh, new partner. You know, is amazing guy named Aaron Anderson. Mm-hmm. Look him up. Uh, you Aaron know, what I mean? he's a young, just a young power broker. Okay. Um, and he came along. Like I met him a year ago, and I was doing a catering job for um the AKA residents on Thirtieth and Walnut. Okay. So he came taste tasting my food, and he kept on coming back to my uh, pop ups and everything. Hiring me for private uh, dining, everything, and um, you know, he came like during this COVID stuff. I was like, yeah, Rube, I, I want to partner up with you. We split everything, and boom, 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 bang, and you know what I mean. Like, we gonna open up brick and mortars for all my <clears throat> my concepts. I have Big Rube's Philly cheesesteak, Big Rube's breakfast sandwiches, Big Rube's. Uh, halal beef burger bar, you know what I mean? Like all these gonna be standing locations. How you see other, you know, um, uh, restaurants, right. you know what I mean? And we we gonna open up franchises mm-hmm. and everything. So and, and selling the the story, the history. Like we not pulling no punches on, you know, uh, giving you a mayonnaise version of our culture. Like right. basically, you gonna see. Jim Crow signs in these outlets. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's like anybody that want to uh, be it, whatever so-called ethnicity is, they want to buy into the uh, the business and the franchise, be a franchisee, like, oh, no, we're not going to edit nothing. Right. It's, it's like, it, it no, this is. cuisine yeah. came out of struggle and pain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we telling the story. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I got signs. I found signs at different flea markets. You know what I mean? Like uh, just uh, propaganda signs, you mm. know, uh, all Jim Crow signs, mm. all that. It's like, no, this is 
what made this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One begets another. Okay. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? just And that's the whole thing about what we doing is, like, the story is is everything. It's like you're going to buy into the flavor because mm-hmm. the story is so genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Feet in your body and your mind. Yeah, yeah. Double in tantra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat. yeah. The yeah, food, it's so important. soul food, you know or yeah. I mean? black black folks cooking. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, I I appreciate you, man. From um, selling water ice to the maintenance man to the stats guy, you were stat right? Yeah, the stat, yeah. stats guy. <laughs> um, I, yeah. I do a little research, man. Yeah, I, do a little, I love it. Man, that's <laughs> I do a little stuff. research. Yeah. No, nah, we appreciate you, Mike. You got anybody? Any um um mix salon? It's up Chestnut Hill. Uh. German, it's up just in the hell, Germantown Ave, and ah, the thought escapes me. So I, I'm gonna double up next week. Right. But check out Mix Salon, they up there just opened up for the females. Go on there and get your hair done. Mm-hmm. I think it's facials as well. Again, I gotta double up next week, but I'm still gonna give y'all some love for the fam. Mix Salon up Chestnut Hill, go check them out, right. ladies. In the Mercedes, my fault. <laughs> I got a couple on run off real quick. My man Harp, he got he got a moving. He well, he do pretty much anything you need done. No jobs too too big or too small. Um, Damani, I'll I'll post to his sister Lulu Stunner. Um, she got pop ups like as far as fashion and stuff like that. And two two of my banana pudding connects. Um, my cousin Janine and also Nana pudding. Um, Mike, who that's uh, above folks, right? Yes, yes, with yes. the Nana pudding and and of course. Go check out Rube. Please go get one of them sandwiches, man. Don't ask me. Go see. Yeah, <laughs> go yeah, see yeah. for yourself. But yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll stamp it. Fake. No, yeah. I, I stamp it all yeah. day long. Like you said, Rube got people that call them all the time. They on their way. Yeah. They still on their way. Yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> hold up. I, yeah, I, I never understand. It's like how I respect you. You know, we got history, but I have. I mean, the DM thing. Like, cause mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not that savvy with the uh, social media stuff, and I never even wanted to join it. Yeah. But, like, people, the, the DMs come. Oh, I want to get with you, Rude. And I'm like, okay. And I just, if I know I can get to see somebody personally that I want to do business with, that mm-hmm. I admire, wouldn't you go see them physically? But then when that entails them so-called supporting and they, you know, they they get alligator arms on that. <laughs> yeah. So I never respond to DMs. It's like right. for what? It's like if you you did all that, you could see where I'm at. It's like, well, right. I can come to him personally, right. talk, and we can vibe off of that, right. and then take it from there. Right, hundred percent. Yeah, that's So I never. Yeah, I don't even do that. Yeah, no. Nah, if you want to see me, yeah. come get at me. In the physical, and we 100%. can move. Yeah. Hey, hey, I, I got myself. My I got myself together. Mixed salon, M I X D dot salon. That's on Instagram. They also got the website, mixed M I X D salon dot com. Eighty six fourteen Germantown Avenue, Chestnut Hill. We talking about doing hair, skin care, waxing. Go check them out. This is the fam. They be holding it down. They got great business. Again, mixed salon up Chestnut Hill, 8614 Germantown Ave. Catch him on Instagram, mixed, M-I-X-D dot salon. 
Boom. Right. <laughs> I had to get myself together. Yeah. Hey, Rude, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate your time. Thanks for having so, me. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, yeah. man. All right. Yeah, this is beautiful. Yeah, Thank we you. here now. Please rate, review, subscribe. Let us know what we did right. And let us let us know what we did wrong. Um, and again, stop pump faking. Go see me. <laughs> all right. Later. I'm working hardest. Nobody starving. But all that there is old news. What happened to the soul food? Out of in this world. Just trying to make it